because, because I'm a hot girl. Because I'm a hot girl. Because I'm a hot girl. Awesome. Welcome, Maria. Hey, what's up? How are you? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Chilling. Uh, I like your I like your stripes. Thanks. And, and the thanks. cutouts. The cutouts very in vogue. It's uh I got this dress. Oh, it's a dress. I, I think okay. I got it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, look. I'll, I'll do a little spin up. for us. <laughs> Damn, okay. Okay. Without, yeah. Oh, cute. So, oh, I love it. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to spin without like pulling everything got out because like you. knowing me I'll fuck everything up <laughs> yeah I got it at like Ross dress for less like Yo. a couple years ago so I just like pull out I was actually talking to one of my clients moms and she was like yeah she's like we pulled out our summer bag I was like yeah I do that too <laughs> like I just put like summer clothes in there and then like cause sometimes I'll buy stuff and then yeah. never wear yeah. it and then I'll forget about it I'd be like, well, oh, nice. You know, people knock Ross, but I found like a $10, like burgundy, like little cutout dress kind of like that. And it was like yep. a thick quilty fabric and it was 10 bucks. And it's like one of the nicest things I own. Hell yeah. We love it. Do you love it? You got it at Ross. Hell yeah. Don't, don't knock Ross. I'm telling you. Um, I'm pro Ross. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Same. I'm also pro thread up. Have y'all used that website before? I have. I, I used it when it first came out. It's kind of like it was kind of rough. I hope it's gotten better. So, yeah, it's really rough if you're just browsing. Mm. Like, I'm not a browser. I am very much like a I need this thing or I have this specific vision in mind for like this yeah. outfit or something. So I can do like more detailed searches. But you can save different searches because they have like thousands of items that come in every day on like used or consignment. And I just do like save searches like black jeans and I put it in my size and like, you know, the specificity, like, do you like taper, do you wide leg, whatever. And then I save that search and they'll send me an email like every day of like updates or whatever. Oh, damn. That's awesome. You can save like multiple searches. So I have like stuff saved for like designer stuff, too. If it's like secondhand, I'll be like, if it's a good deal, I'll get it. Mm -hmm. And like if it's something really nice. I got to look at that. I've never looked at that website. It's great. Yeah, I might switch to that because I've been using Poshmark for a while and it's it's good, but there's just like a lot. Yeah, I, I've been trying to get into like more secondhand stuff because during quarantine, I was just kind of like forced to do a lot more fast fashion to like just get basic shit. Yeah. And now I kind of like want to be a little bit more mindful of it now that stuff's like opening up again. Uh, yeah, because now things are opening up and you want to, you know. Yeah, I want to like support you know, local businesses and stuff and like all that, you know, lib bullshit that makes me feel good. Mm. Uh, (laughs) But also like there's no alternatives, like there's no alternatives for working class, regular people on like a regular ass budget. And I have like a bigger budget than most people do for clothes because I can write a lot of stuff off of my taxes as a freelancer. And I still like I struggle like there's not really like sustainable like underwear or like sustainable bras it's all just like lib feel good girl boss brands that are really expensive or like fast fashion and like that's it and there's just like no in between especially for like basic shit like Mm -hmm. just jeans and t-shirts and bras and panties so it's my big gripe with the fashion industry among other things (laughs) yeah it's really ridiculous because everything from like victoria's secret falls apart literally within months 
within yeah. months. I'm like, I'm why even go like. And it's Why so expensive. It's it like, is. it's still so expensive for it being fast fashion. It's like, damn, I, the quality has gotten worse over the years and it's just mm-hmm. gotten pricier. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like when I first started doing sex work, I thought I was being fancy buying my like gear at Victoria's Secrets. I didn't know that it was like shitty quality gear. Cause I'd never, I mean, shit, I was buying my underwear at Target. Like, I'm sorry. Like, right. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Mm-hmm. I do like the five for 25 at like Urban Outfitters. Like that's. I would just like get my under undies in bulk for your daily drivers. <laughs> your daily drivers. Yeah. <laughs> you can both write off like a certain because like I've done independent contracting for like the social work, the juvenile justice stuff, but I I can write off like only a certain percent of clothes. But I'm assuming that like is it like a sex work or, or like entertainment? Like you can obviously you should be able to write off more, right? You can write off a lot as a sex worker. The one of the things my tax lady told me, um, and this is when I had a tax lady in in at H and R Block. Hey. I'm all fancy like that. Oh, I went to H and R Block. Bourgeois H R Block. But I went to H and R Block because they had an ad that was specifically like, "Hey, we're a sex worker safe. We'll work with you." And I was like, Perfect. "Damn, they did. That's tight. Yeah, that's dope. yeah, they did. It was really fucking cool." And so I was like, based on that alone. I was like, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll finally go to a, like an actual tax person instead of going to like TurboTax or whatever. Yeah. And doing it all myself. So I went to a tax lady and Sheila at H&R Block said that if you're a sex worker and you're trying to write off garments or accessories or anything, basically like have photographic evidence in case you get audited. So if you wore like if like if I wore this on stream. I could like write this off because there's like evidence of this now, but document when you wear a certain outfit, if you're making content or if you're going to appointments or stuff like that, anything you use for your business that pertains to like your looks, take pictures of it all, keep all the receipts and take pictures of your receipts when you get them because that shit rubs Mm -hmm. off and it will just disappear. Yeah. And there you go. Free hot girl tax advice right there. That is hot girl (laughs) tax advice. That's uh. And that was from a tax lady. So I can confidently say that that is solid tax advice. Sheila, taxer, uh, well, no, uh, tax preparer for the hot girls. We love you, Sheila. Yep. We, we love, love you, Sheila, Sheila. at H&R Block. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Sheila, yeah, Sheila at H&R Block. I hope you're one of Listen. our 300 listeners. <laughs> yeah, we, we, love, we love you, Sheila. Oh, oh, Sheila. Let me love you till uh, the morning uh, comes. Uh. That's immediately, and Sheila, This as soon as... That's like where my head goes, especially after work. Or no, even during work. Like I'll just hear things <laughs> and I'll think of a song. Yeah. And then I'll be stuck on that song all day. And then I'll be like, you know, I'll be thinking of all these facts yes. about the song and shit. And I get stuck. I do that too. I think it might be like ADHD brain where I'll like get really stuck on like one song and have to listen to it over and over and oh over and God. over again. And then I'll look up everything about the song and then I'll like go into like a total like black hole of just what's this song about what's this album yeah. about? what's this band about yeah it's very frustrating when you have a lot of stuff to do and you're just like in a wikipedia black hole so damn oh i swear to god i was telling my therapist i think that that is how i disassociated <laughs> the only thing like you know how like people do with ptsd like they'll disassociate right yeah. they'll forget like they'll lose hours of time right and i think it's just anybody with trauma period right sure mm-hmm. but i was like i'm so glad that i spent my disassociation time going down wikipedia rabbit holes and then just going on twitter that's how i spent my disassociation for the past like two years 
just losing track of time. I was like, all right, well, that's kind of healthy. It's not that bad. That's good. You're doing something. Yeah, at least you didn't like go on 4chan and become like, you know, like a weirdo, like 4chan. Or or, or like like Reddit. Or like you didn't go on Reddit and be like, T-I-L, trains were discovered and whatever. Yeah, trains were (laughs) discovered. I don't even know when trains were discovered. Like, Reddit is fine. I used to use Reddit a lot more. I don't know about y'all, but I was really like a Reddit person. Mm-hmm. I never got yeah. like popularity, but I found tremendous use and entertainment out of it. But it just kind of like started getting filled with the same kind of stuff on the main page and like the same kind of mm-hmm. people replying to it. There's such a particular style that Reddit replies, like Reddit reply guys have, and it's like very irritating. And Super. it's like somehow more irritating than Twitter. So I like abandon it as a platform completely. I think it's because with Twitter, like, yeah, people get really formulaic with it, but there's no pretext that we're not. In mm, fact, that's right. how you enjoy the fucking thing. Like everybody gets the gets the bit, does the bit. Yeah. And, you know, and it's it's part of the collectivity, whereas like on Reddit, it's like somehow these dudes are like trying to masquerade like this is a personality still rather than just a bit. Right. Right, right. But it's also funny because it's also just like less funny than Twitter because on Twitter, it's funny to see your friends say something fucked up or stupid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's really funny when you when you see someone like like that's why like sometimes I'll just leave up my really lazy posts. Like if someone has a bad take about pride and I just say, fuck you. Like, yeah, it's just it's just funny to me because I think it's funny when my friends do it. Like, So I'm just like, I'll just leave it up because it's also really cathartic to just tell somebody fuck you and have like yeah. 12,000 followers. <laughs> just like, Yeah, yeah, it is. It's fun. I mean, and it's it also, I think, takes away like that piece of like the drama on Twitter. Yeah, where it's just like you're you're having fun because I think that if what's it called if fucking Am I allowed to swear on the show? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. No, this okay. is a this yeah. is like pride, child All friendly. Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, kids are gonna hear this shit. Uh, but um, I'm like, kids, you should be doing chores or some. If shit. If you're a minor listening to the show, turn the fuck around. Okay, get just get out of here. Come back when you're 18. No, I promise you. No, it's cool. It's cool. I pl- I play every episode for Pablo before he goes to bed. <laughs> my 19 month old. Yeah, he likes it. There, he likes it. Yeah, he, he likes it. It's like Mozart, people. you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's making Pablo those synapses. <laughs> yeah. It's making Pablo hotter. Fuck. Creating, creating, a, creating a little hot girl right now. <laughs> We're teaching Pablo. We're teaching your child what hot girls do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pablo, this is what hot girls do. <laughs> it's time to take up the mantle. You know about hot girl shit, kid? Sit down. That's what, see, I do like Twitter, though, with when people just caught up. You know what I mean? And you do see, like, your friends, like, just say funny ass shit. Because it is. You'll have, like, a bad day or whatever. Or things will be stressing you out. Like, it's like, I always say it's what you make it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my one uh, boy, shout out to my boy Marv. He always, like, will write, like, uh, dumb, like, song lyrics, right? That are just wildly inappropriate. They crack me the fuck up. I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hell yeah. We love friendship, y'all. Maria loves friendship. And welcome to the podcast, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for we having me. We do me. the I'm most random excited. intros at 11 minutes and almost 12 minutes into the show. Hell yeah. No, that's <laughs> You've been on my show. You've seen what, you know. I know. It's great, though, because I love it. It's a very punk rock show. And yeah. like we'll get into that, but welcome Maria. Can I say your last name on here? Yeah, Is that weird? yeah. Oh, 
Is it is it Guido or Guido? It's I, Guido. Hey! Guido. It's like okay. the, I know it's the derogatory one. I always say like, and people never believe it, right? They're like, that's not your last name because they say it. You say it on the podcast, but I'm like, I don't know if she's joking or not. So no, like, no, yeah, that's my real name, and that's what's so funny is because like people that don't know me, like when we when I used to like go out and I was like a social butterfly in Pittsburgh, like. I'd walk into a bar and 15, 20 people, Guido, Guido, what's up? And like, but if you didn't know me, people would be like, is that really her lot? Like, why do you call her that? Like, that's kind of right. Like somebody said to them that it was racist. And my one friend was like, no, it isn't, dude. Like, that's her last it's name. Never it's never yeah, racist. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it is no. I was like, it's not racist. I was like, so dude, I was, I was just like every, so for a minute, I was like, everything was just race. I was like, this is racism towards <laughs> Italians. This is racism towards Italians. But no, it is. My last name is Guido. Originally, it was Guida. Guida. But they changed the, I guess that they must have saw like the A and it looked like an O. Guida is hot girl in Italian. <laughs> yeah, Guida, oh. Guida is hot girl in Italian. So oh, I guess yeah. this is there you go. for my dad, you <laughs> know. Now you have to change your name. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to change it. But like, yeah, I'm the only Guido now because, you know, my parents are both gone and my sister got married and she got hyphenated. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, Whoa. I'm keeping Guido. We can't dox your sister, so I don't won't ask what the hyphenated is, but I am like obsessed with badly hyphenated names. So we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that off the pod. Yeah, hers isn't bad. Shout out to my sister that never listens to me on podcasts <laughs> or me, my own podcast. Thanks, Krista. <laughs> Thanks, Krista. One of our, uh, again, one of our, uh, 300 fans on Spotify, at least as far as I know. So it's Sheila from Ancient Art Vlog. It's Krista. Me, Andrew, Dan, <laughs> Sam. Like, I, no, I love your show. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I do. I really do. I like I like listening to newer podcasts. Mm, you know what I mean? Me and newer too. streamers and just, it's different. You know what I mean? And I, that's, I, I like that because it's fun we're like working it out we're like yeah we're, we we like each other we still like each other on like a lot of podcast oh, hosts of popular podcasts when it starts to get sour <laughs> and it's just like acrimonious and tension you can hear it. yeah you can yeah, hear the tension yeah. in everyone's voices and you can hear where the the producer was like i don't even know if i like i, I don't even They're know how all to make gonna this break, better like, you know when the breakup it's like when uh your friend is dating a dude and you know that the relationship is starting to go bad, yeah. but they all go to, like, everybody comes to dinner fuck. and you just can Ooh. see it, right? Like, you're like, fuck, they're going to break up soon. It's kind of like that. But um, that hopefully me, Andrew and Dan don't go through that. I mean, I think that we'll like still be friends because I think we're just like having fun. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that that's yeah. the whole thing is that like, if you have fun with this. Yeah. Like you're um, not trying to be anything, but just three people three friends having a conversation which is awesome and and just like that those are the best podcasts when it just feels like you're a part of a group of people that you would like jive with in real life mm -hmm. and you would enjoy hearing talk in real life it's a fun thing to, it's a fun thing to be it's like it, it's very punk rock I, I really love the spirit of what you guys are doing well, thank you yeah we love you guys too that's why I like uh, yeah Aww. We, that's why we always try to like, I always, and I've always been like this, you know, even when I was doing like brand ambassador stuff, mm -hmm. like I, like my one friend today, like he hit me up and was like, yo, like my union, you know, is trying to do this thing, which I got to make a post about it. You know, it was like, will you push it on Twitter? And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Cause I always like to just support my friends. Uh, like yeah. if I can do something 
for my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I just like to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just think that it's if you give positivity out, like you're gonna get it back. Yeah, absolutely. And you are a very positive person, like on Twitter, like your social media presence. It is very like you can be very scathing, but you are very loving and very kind Mm. and i just was like wondering have you kind of always had that vibe or is this the place you've had to get to i think that i've always had that like when i was a teenager like shit was really rough i had like no idea who i was i was Mm. like partying like i was getting in trouble on probation shit like that but i think i've always been kind of known as like this person that like is very sociable and easy to get along with But like people know that I'm passionate, Mm -hmm. you know, so like they know that there's things like over the years, I mean, like people have said, like, you know, you're kind of a diamond in the rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what a nice compliment. Damn. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Like, because I was I think I think for everybody, you go through this type of, you know, maturity when you get because like I was one of those girls and I hate this shit right now. And I always like tell the teenage girls that I work with, I was like, don't say this, but they're always like, like, I used to be one of those girls that was like, I'm a girl that, that hates other girls. And I only get along with girls that hate other girls. That doesn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Make any sense. Yeah. And that proves teenagers are, as much as I love them, they're generally dumb. <laughs> it's true. You know, they're stupid um, <laughs> because their brain isn't fully developed. But I was like one of those people. But then over the years, I just found out that like, you know, I, I would I don't like to be like that. So I've always been known as like somebody like that. If you come into like my group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, if you're like starting to date one of my boys or whatever, like I'm always going to like try to befriend you and like be nice to you. And you know what I mean? Get to know you. Yeah, I've never understood that about because I'm friends with a lot of guys. Like I used to be friends with a lot more guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I became a stripper and I like fully transformed into like a messengeress. Hell but, yeah. Um, yeah. I still have a lot of guy friends. I'm not making any new ones. But what I'm saying is, like, it's really weird to me because I've always been that person, too, where, mm-hmm. like, anytime a guy friend of mine is, like, dating someone new, I'll always be really nice to them. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? How are you? And I think that women are not used to that response because I always got really, like, people were, like, really suspicious of me. Yeah. Like, other women were really suspicious of me because I was, like, nice and that's not been their experience before with like girls like me so like i i am very like aware of that and it's like it's just so weird to me to be friends with guys and then like not want to be friends with their significant others it feels like weirdly possessive you know what i mean like totally yeah and i mean i remember when i was younger like i used to uh, like I, i think was like my first boyfriend like i would get mad like if he would talk to his exes and stuff but now, you know, as you've grown up, it's just like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> now, if it's like you were talking to them, like after you broke up with them, like right after you broke up with them or whatever, that's suspicious. But like, like the one guy that like I was going to get married to, um, like over like 10 years ago, he has a baby now. And like, we're friends on social media. And you know what I mean? Like his baby's adorable. Like, I feel like you can grow as a person like over the years. I think that you have to sometimes just kind of set shit aside and be like, what really matters? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Definitely. I just genuinely like people. I like to have conversations with people. I like to talk to people about things, you know, like if, if I like, that's why I love Twitter too, because like, 
somebody will have an interest and I'll just be like, oh shit, yeah. And then I'll talk about it for like use 40 fucking that. tweets or some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You're like, so cool. you're like an extrovert, like definitely. Like, would you categorize yourself as an extrovert? I'd say I'm an extrovert to a point, mm. like, because there's a lot of me that's like introverted too. So, like, that leads to my next question is the whole extrovert introvert thing like just fucking ridiculous and maybe we just need need better terms for describing people yeah i don't because the thing is is like i really like my alone time Mm -hmm. right like i like my alone time i'm on twitter and shit and talk shit or whatever but like i like my solitude i like Mm -hmm. being alone but then i also love being with my friends you know i love my friends but i think it's like the energy that you have Mm -hmm. i think that people aren't as honest about this energy of like you it's okay to be too tired to talk to people Mm -hmm. you know or too tired to go out and i think that people don't really yeah so i don't know i think that yeah extrovert introvert maybe it's like a gradient maybe it's more less of like a category and more of like a like a like a sliding scale right like you know because like i would say i'm more i'm i'm definitely more extroverted relative to like you know my sister who's like more you know kind of interior world charges by her recharges by herself kind of thing but like mm-hmm. i fucking crush it in small groups but then when we're in a large group i'm kind of like i hang back a little bit you know it's a it's a, it's a sliding scale yeah mm. yeah i like that what about you rara what's your vibe my vibe is dr robot blackberry <laughs> lemon sour beer <laughs> nice um but more specifically i am i I used to be way more extroverted. And then as I get older, I realized I think I started as kind of an introvert and then became an extrovert because I started becoming cool around like high school and started to have like cool friends. Like I was Mm -hmm. like the freshman that hung out with like the juniors and seniors, like all the skaters and like the metalheads and the punks. Mm -hmm. So I was like in a really cool group and yeah. that's when I started like doing drugs and like being a fuck up in school and shit and yep. but also being cool as hell. Uh, <laughs> and I've been cool as hell ever since. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ever fucking since, dude. Yeah, ever, ever since I dropped since. out of high school, got kicked out of my house when I was 17, uh, lived in a fucking anarchist squat with like eight other people with my crazy ass uh, ex-boyfriend fuck who we like we're in a horrible like chaotic relationship and yeah you know just like normal shit it's very like skins like if they yeah yeah like like, when i watched skins uk i was like that's that's fucking me like i am that fuck up like i love that shit i'm i'm sorry i'm making Mm -hmm. this about me i was going off no but but i I mean i like hearing about people's lives because like you know i was the fuck up too like as a teenager and shit yeah. like that and then i got into the rave scene and i became Holy even more shit. of like a fuck up that's why i love this is how i, I like uh skins like the uk <laughs> version of skins because they would talk about drum and bass and i loved drum and bass like that was like my favorite yeah I, effie was the, that shit. Was the shit she's like the ultimate fuck up hot girl yeah yeah and that that's why i liked that one better than like the american version but i think that people I don't know. Yes, he like, I don't know. 
I'm like, did you grow up? Did you grow up with fucked up experiences? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I think it gives you character. Though. It does. Yeah, that's why we're all so fucking cool right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're so cool. No, so my dad was like a total gangbanger, but he was also, you know, suffering from addiction. And, you know, my mom was like a teen mom, just kind of like, you know, my parents came here from Mexico and, you know, they were undocumented and like we lived you know, with my grandma, because my dad was, you know, gangbanging and, you know, doing fucking fucked yeah. up shit. And like, yeah, that definitely like impacted how we grew up. I- I'll be honest, though, like I was way less cool. But like my big sister was way fucking cool. And like, so I, I got to like have that Whoa. protective shout out to my sister. Maria. Yeah. Uh, That's dope. Yeah. yeah. But everyone used to be like, oh, look, there's little Maria talking yeah. about me. Just little Maria. And I was like, I'll take it. I'll, t- I'll-, I'll-, I'll hide in the glow of coolness while i'm reading my fucking book that's awesome just kind of hanging out yeah but also y'all i just want to point out my mom's name mary my grandmother's name maria (laughs) oh that's awesome my grandmother's name is like is mary too wow yeah yeah mary's a a classic name mary maria mary maria i have the blessed mother all of them listen to the show it's true like yeah, they all Mary. listen to the show. Yeah. What's up? All of our family members we just listed. Yeah, all of the Marys. <laughs> What's up, Marys? All of the Marys in the world. They're part of that 300. They're part of the 300 people, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so here we go. We're going to do like three. We're going to do like three questions. Okay. Um. So what's the most hot girl shit you've done this in the last week? Okay, I went on a date and the dude was like real, like overwhelming. Like he kept grabbing like my thigh and was like oh. kept saying like you're beautiful and oh my god, what? I can't believe you're 37 and da 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 like all this shit. And I was what? like, thank you, thank you, thank you. But he was really like pushy. So then, like the other day, he like hit me up and he was like, right the day after the date, right? And I'm like, fuck. So he hits me up and he was like, oh, he's like, let's hang out tonight. Like, what do you want to do? Like, I'll grab a bottle of wine. And I'm like, I can't hang out. And he was like, all right, well, what about tomorrow? Da, da, da. I was like, look, I have things to do this week. I will contact you if I want to hang out with you. Like, and Don't that's call me. It. I'll call you. Don't call me. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, he, he was really like, because I haven't like gone on a date in like, I don't know, forever. Just because I really just has, have tried to like work on myself. Mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like yeah. after like my mom passed away I was like yeah fuck it I'm gonna be a player and like not be in a relationship and then <laughs> I just I hooked up with this dude and I just ghosted him like he kept hitting me I felt really bad sorry to the dude that I was banging in summer 2019 I know that I broke your heart and I apologize because <laughs> I know he's one of the 300 <laughs> listeners yeah we, we know it's true yeah it's true. but like so that was the hot shit that I I did just like recently because you have to just set your boundaries yeah don't you mm. know what I mean like you have to set your boundaries I see people settle all the time sucks and mm. it sucks I used to do it all the time and then I don't know what happened but I just was like fuck this why are you doing that like yeah. I'd rather just be by myself and just chill Mm-hmm. you know it's like i mm-hmm. i feel like i've done all this work to just be me mm-hmm. where it's like i don't need a dude like you have to come into like to come into my space is a privilege to you right you know what i mean yes. like and you really you know but there's gonna be days where you don't feel like that don't beat yourself up about it but 
so that's some hot girl shit i just did hell yeah i love it that's some fucking hot self-care is hot girl shit setting healthy boundaries hot girl, hot girl shit. shit absolutely it's hot girl All right. shit. that was a mm. good one fuck yeah okay the next question pick your three desert island items uh, i'm gonna have to definitely have a book do i get what uh, can i say wi-fi I hate to say that. Uh, <laughs> it's so fucked up. But then your third one would have to be a phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. Okay, well, if... Yeah. All right, let me think this through. Because I need, like, music and shit like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, so I would say... Yeah, I would access. say a phone or some type of, like, laptop. Yeah. Maybe, like, a, a spear. <laughs> and then I'd have to, like, YouTube <laughs> how to, like, kill, like, animals I would just, like, see you, like... <laughs> on youtube with a spear like what this is a good question (laughs) but yeah definitely something to like entertain me um well if you had a phone with internet you would conceivably be able to download books so you can eliminate book right so i can eliminate the book so So you can have a spear and a cell phone with internet i have a clarifying question okay is the phone like on an infinite battery like oh yeah so you're gonna need like a. now we're getting really into it I didn't yeah. realize we we're going to go this deep. I see. I know. I used to do a desert island thing with the kids at work. Like, all uh-huh. right, you get stuck on a desert island. Now, what do you need to survive? Like, here's some examples of things that you would need. But then they come up with these absolutely just asinine list, like a Jaguar, <laughs> a jet ski, a boxes of cookies, a like just fucking. Yeah, dude. And I knew that they were going to do this. So I like I like stood in the office the one day because I would do this group and I stood in the office when I worked in residential and I heard them like arguing because I told them I was like, you got to break it down to 10 things. That's it. And um, I heard them arguing about, like, no, we can't just bring one box of cookies. Like, we're not going to be able to survive. Like, I'm like, okay, well, that's at least, like, they're <laughs> thinking that shit out. Uh, fuck. Okay. Okay, a phone. I guess a source, a spear and a source of power. All right. That's actually, <laughs> nice. like, like, mad solid. Yeah, because then at least I'd learn how to, like, spear fish or whatever. Right. And then you have a source of power, so it's like you could still like connect and like falls fails. What's the postmates charge for a desert island? I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> at least you know. Yeah, can I get a boba? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any restaurants like around here? Like one. Here's your one medium boba. Yeah, yeah. Is there any restaurants around this spot? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's a good question. Hell yeah. Okay. That was going that I wasn't sure where that was gonna go. <laughs> it it, went it was vague places. enough to like inspire some th- interesting discussion, right? See, that's what's the greatest thing about podcasts is like you just you you know, you ask what that's what we do all the time on fucking uh worst we get. It just goes to these ridiculous places. Yeah, you guys really do riff a lot. Um, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, you got to come on. You will. Uh, I want to. I want to. Yeah, Pop me on. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. You it's pretty ridiculous. Love the bands. Okay, so the third the third question: You can fist fight one person in the world with zero negative consequences. Who's it going to be? Oh damn! I guess living or dead. Uh, I'm saying Hillary Clinton. I'm, I'm Hell yeah. yeah. I'm saying Hillary Clinton. I'm thinking I, I know she's I listening. Yeah, I know she's listening. Fuck you, bitch. 
yeah. it's on site oh wait just kidding wait can i say that? oh wait yeah right i'm just kidding i yeah uh, it's on site yeah. in minecraft JK, in minecraft <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm just kidding sorry Parody. whatever Parody. fbi fucking person's listening to me who's that who's that whoever's scheduled to listen to my ass this that day today <laughs> what a fun detail you know like I feel like the FBI agents watching all of us are having a great time. Our lives are very interesting. We're very cool people. Yeah. Could you imagine like if like the same, like it would be like, ah, listen, I got to listen to the hot girl agenda worst week yet. And Kenzo Savato today. Like this is going to be fucked up. (laughs) Oh yeah. I got to listen to Chapo Trap House and like all this, you know, just random. (laughs) Subscribe to Rara's OnlyFans, you know, just really hard work, you know, like. God, putting in those overtime. I don't enjoy being verbally humiliated. I'm just doing it for my job. Yeah, I'm just doing it for my job. Well, yeah, all that money. Listen, I'm just. I'm, like, doing I'm not it. really into Findom. I'm just, I like, you know, I need to blend in. So I'm sending her all my money <laughs> yeah, to yeah. blend in with the other subscribers. Yeah, I'm on an undercover uh, detail. Deep undercover. Deep undercover. Giving me all your money, FBI, FBI guys. But no, I'd fight Hillary Clinton because that bitch, because I was thinking, I was like, all right, I could fight Kamala Harris because she's fucking dumb. I could fight Neera <laughs> Tandon because I hate her. But Hillary literally is just like, because the thing is, she doesn't shut the fuck up. Like, you need to get over this whole, like, and listen, yes, do I have, like, deep-seated feelings about, like, the 2016 election and all that shit? Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. She's just, uh, for somebody, like, the audacity of some of the things that she does. You know what I mean? She's For truly just, the worst. She yeah. doesn't know when, she does not know how to shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> She's responsible for so many fucking deaths. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Around the fucking yeah. world. She shouldn't be speaking about foreign policy at all. Like, she just needs she to shut up. She shouldn't be speaking about shit. She doesn't know shit. Yeah. She didn't win shit. She fucking biffed it harder than anyone she's just a sore ass loser every time and it's just like get the fuck over yourself go away leave us forever you crazy evil person right somebody uh i forget who it was but somebody was like yeah you know because like i i always laugh you know when like hillary like that hillary clinton will never be president right people are like well bernie sanders won't either i was like that wasn't the point Go fuck if Bernie's ever president or not. Yeah, is it sad because we're not going to be able to, like, you know, do things that we thought we were going to be able to do? Absolutely. But do you really think that Bernie was going to just be sit around and we were going to let him do all this bullshit? Are you yeah. crazy? Like, fuck no. Yeah. I would have been so mean to that motherfucker. And I love him. <laughs> like, that's my boy. I mean, I have a, his little thing. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people. I got. Listen, a problematic fave. <laughs> He's my problematic fave. Yeah, Bernie's (laughs) my problematic fave. But yeah, I mean, that's not the point. But he's also like fucking elderly. Like, what do people expect of an elderly man? Like, not to be ageist, but it's like, come on. Like, this is an elder. Like, you know, it's supposed to be the young people leading the fight. The elders are Mm -hmm. the ones that we should be deferring to, but they should be resting. It's our fucking failure of our generation that our elders can't fucking rest, right. you know, like right. they fucking did their part. Like, you know, like they're tired too. They're imperfect and they're tired and they're old. And like, it's, it's up to <laughs> us now, old. you know, yeah. like not that they're like useless or anything. I'm not trying to be like that, but it's like, we should no, for sure. It's like, he's been 
at it forever. Like he's been at it forever. They should be taken care of. And he should, if I said like, he needs to just, Bernie has done so much, right? Mm -hmm. For everything, like government, you know, America. He's a genuinely caring person. Like he changes his fucking worldview to like include, include everything everything you know it's such a trip to me that like you could unequivocally see that regardless of like how you align politically like you could unequivocally see that like the the platform that he was pushing was going to have policies and measures that would that would would change people's lives considerably yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 fucking libs were willing to like cut off their goddamn noses to spite their faces because it was Bernie. Because it was Bernie. And it, yeah, because it was Bernie. And it was just like, like fuck, this is so awful. Like the the, the way like, they treated him, the way they treat him is just truly the something like something awful. Right. Like, it's really. It's like the. It's like they're fucking punching grandpa. You know, like yeah. Because the thing is, and I would always get mad because I'd be like, listen, we we're allowed to criticize Bernie. Everybody else yeah. can shut the fuck up. Like we can right. criticize Bernie, but our complaints are legitimate. Theirs are fucking identity politics, fucking bullshit. Right. Their their complaints are not are all identity politics bullshit. Our complaints are actually looked at in policy, like the FOSTA-SESTA vote. That would have been the first thing I would have jumped on yeah. if, when he yeah. got the nomination. Yes. Right. I know people that wouldn't vote for him after that. Like, and I was like, I can't even blame you right. because that was such an important issue in your life. You know, it was a big, totally. it, he screwed yeah. the fucking pooch on that one. We had plans, yeah. dude, to like, that that was literally going to be one of the first things when he mm-hmm. got the nomination that we had mm-hmm. to jump on him for of like, mm-hmm. fuck no, you have to figure out a way. You know what I mean? Did you volunteer for his campaign? I volunteered twice, 2016 oh, yeah. and 2020. So, I mean, and look, if I had to go back and do it again, knowing the outcome, I'd still do it. You know what I mean? Because I did really feel like, and there were a lot of things that came out of that, you know, like there was this, like, I don't think like the libs try to think like that, that whole like blue wave in 2018 was for like, they, they did that. They didn't do yeah. that shit. Nah. We did that, we did shit, that with shit with DSA. Like we literally, like my we boy did that shit. Yeah, like my boy yeah. McPapas. He was the first socialist district magistrate, right? We got him in in 2017. Yeah, okay. Like, and then it was like AOC, and then all these people around the nation. It had nothing to do with the Democratic Party. This was all like DSA backed yeah. candidates who happened to be Democrat. Yep, you know. And um, say mm-hmm. what you want about like, yeah, listen, like Pittsburgh chapters fucked up. There's tons of chapters around the nation that are fucked up, but there's chapters that are not. Yeah. And you got to yeah. let those chapters thrive. Yeah. But uh, there's also like DSA is y- unique, like where you can walk in and day one, you could be like a voting member of some project. Yeah. Like you can you can go in, you can write a resolution. It can get passed by your chapter and then you could be doing the volunteer work that you want to be doing the organizing work that you want to be doing. If you can like develop those relationships and learn how to write a resolution and like work with your chapter members and stuff, there's a lot of potential there, right? Like just to like continue that thought, like I think, you know, DSA itself is like one of the most, it's the largest 
org at this point, but it's also like, you know, we, we have our problems, but it's also one of the most principled orgs I've ever been a part of. And yeah. I've been doing this shit for a long fucking yeah. time. I've been doing this shit for a long time. And like, it feels good to know that folks in my chapter are like committed to the work yeah. and not just about like posturing, but are like committed to like building a real world. And we mm-hmm, don't always mm-hmm. agree on tactics, but that's why DSA is also really fucking cool because like we can have a variety of tactics, right? right? Like, yep. It'll, it allows for that. It allows for mm-hmm, that. As mm-hmm. long as you have p- enough people in the project that like, that's what I like about it is it's like, you actually do have to want to organize the thing you want to organize. Because you have to like whip votes for resolutions. You have to like develop those relationships with the other organizers so that when you need like when you really like feel passionate about something, people listen to you because you're really involved. For sure. It really is what you want to put into it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like you can be a casual organizer and you can just show up for events or just like pick up stuff here and there. Or you could be like hardcore working like 20 hours a week and shit like like some of the people in the Atlanta chapter that I know. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Atlanta DSA. They all listen to the show. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, totally. But yeah, like it's kind of like that, you know? Right. I mean, because I think that like, look, the DSA uh, in Pittsburgh just pushed, you know, they helped with the uh, ballot initiative. To ban solitary confinement at Allegheny County Jail. Hell yeah. Like amazing. Hell yeah. And Hell you yeah. know, do I have issues with our local DSA? Absolutely. But you're gonna have issues with any type of political organization 100%. that you work with because that is politics. You're going mm-hmm, to right. like battle with these people. And I listen, I understand that like there's a lot of people that are like, Well, I'm not gonna work with this person because of like this, you know. But, all right, cool. I've always kind of been that type of person that's like, I don't care about like the drama shit. If you want to help me with these kids, you know, and things that, you know, I I know about and that I can lend assistance on, let me know. You know, other than that, like, I'm not going to get, you know, because I truly, again, it's what you make of it, you know, and. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so I kind of want to ask you then, like, about your work, like, what you do and how you got into it. Because I know that you work, um, you're you're a social worker, right, with, like, kids in the, in the juvenile justice system? Yeah, that's my, like, expertise. Like, that's what I'm mostly okay. known for. Like, I have a full-time job as, like, a therapist. And I work oh, with okay. kids that, um, it's weird, like, because, like, again, I, I went into that job with like a specialty in juvenile justice and working in the criminal courts and having this systemic, Mm -hmm. like understanding the systems and stuff. But then it, I started like seeing that, you know, we were getting all of these kids that had like significant trauma and a lot of like attachment issues. So I was interested, you know, in doing more of those cases. So like, I think it was like in 2018 my boss asked me like if I want to do this trauma training. So I became certified in trauma focused cognitive behavioral therapy. So I was able to help kids with trauma, be able to kind of like discuss their trauma, disclose it in ways that they wanted to do it. But then like going through, you know, continuing to work. And it was weird because like I got like to like all the trauma stuff, like a year before my mom got sick. So I always kind of say Mm -hmm. like, kind of happened perfect timing because at least like I understand what the you know now at the time like I didn't really understand what was like happening to me right Mm -hmm. but then you know I was able to kind of like sit back 
and be like, oh, this is why like I'm so angry because I'm scared. And, you know, I was able to really understand trauma because it was like happening to me. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of still rode that like trauma wave. And then I always so now I'd like work a lot with kids with like attachment issues. But like mm, every that's amazing. Yeah. So every like it's so it's weird. So it's like I have like kind of like a bunch of different specialties now. So like I can testify like as an expert in juvenile justice. Wow. Um, and I just te like worked on an evaluation. It was like a use of force lawsuit that's happening. And I did it like I looked at, you know, how trauma affects, you know, behavior um yeah when you're mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. placed in solitary confinement or you're restrained um but now it's like I do a lot of like a lot of trauma and attachment stuff and it's really strange it, you know the brain is so like just interesting you know what I mean like it's yeah. it's, it's so interesting and um you know I, COVID sucked because I only felt like I was working like part-time I felt like I wasn't doing anything sure. because yeah you were doing like you know zoom sessions but with my job it's like weird because we only like we have we do so many therapy sessions and it's more emotionally taxing than it is mm -hmm. physically taxing right yeah um yeah. so you have to be able to space that shit out like yeah. you're doing five sessions a day where you're just hearing sexual abuse or after sexual abuse oh, you're just like fuck yeah you know what i mean like it yeah it sucks but but I'm starting to get back involved, like, with the court, like, the expert work. Um, and I, it was, like, forever. I didn't want to do it. Like, after my mom got sick and then passed away, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. That's my old life. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. But it's, you know, I just did this one evaluation. So I'm going to see, like, what's up. But in reality, I just kind of am on this, like, kind of whole track of, like, I really want like especially like the systems like the child welfare system mm. and the juvenile justice system to understand this role of trauma mm -hmm. and what we can do to help these kids mm -hmm. and what we can do to try to stop them from going down this kind of hill because mm -hmm. it, it, you know you just see this whole it's, it's like a snowball effect you yeah. know you have a kid yeah. that you know starts out like in you know problems in school and then it goes to child welfare and then it goes to mental health and then it goes to juvenile justice and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. you know yeah. incarceration so yep yeah i mean it's wild i mean but the kids are like i truly enjoy working with kids because yeah. they do do yeah. like funny shit and um you know they are entertaining but you know, it's definitely emotionally taxing. Like it's, you know, what's your what's the age range of kids that you work with? Um, I can work with kids anywhere from like four to like up to like oh. twenty one. Wow, that's like little babies. <clears throat> yeah, Fuck. they're in. Th wow, it's crazy to think about like babies in wow. therapy because like yeah. or like babies carrying that level yeah. of trauma. Yeah fuck man yeah because it's that age range where like the age range of like zero to five is where you mm. gain an attachment right right yeah. and if you have multiple caregivers like multiple switches and caregivers or even if you don't like oh, gosh you know say that you leave a you know somebody left leaves a kid i'm just giving a hypothetical example like say somebody sure, leaves sure. a kid at like five months like alone by themselves for three days right yeah. three days they remove that kid kid gets adopted at 
like within like three months, right? Lives this happy, healthy life. And then at 11, can't stop eating. We'll still like hoard food. It's mm. something happened in the brain that said mm. to the brain, you have to protect yourself. Right. Mm. So a lot of this shit is, uh, you know, a lot of things that happen like in that developmental period that can really play a role in a child's behavior you know and and we really try to reframe it for parents because i feel bad especially for like parents that adopt sometimes because yeah you you do this to bring it you know you think you're going into this doing a noble thing but you don't really Mm -hmm. understand how like just fucked up that like living with a child with trauma can be yeah. So you have to also be like, like, so I work with the entire family system now. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. It's weird. I've like, I keep thinking, I'm like, damn, I've done like a lot of shit, dude. Like, it's just like, I, I feel like this is Is insane. it just hitting you? <laughs> yeah. Because like, I, I really, cause it kind of just, I, I still sometimes feel like I just got a grad school. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah. But then on the side, I, podcast you know <laughs> but which i i love that that's like a good balance though you know what i mean yeah. but having that space to like let off steam and then like you know like kind of like do that fucking thing and just be lighter yeah yeah, yeah. i don't have to yeah. like be i don't have to like talk about like traumatizing shit you know what i mean and if we do like mm-hmm. we call it like traumedy where we just like laugh about it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Dan always you is like, "Gotta sometimes." Well, yeah, because yeah. Dan's always like, "I'm so sick and tired of hearing about you and Andrew's dead parents." Like, and we, but that's like what we have to like do to like, you know what I mean? Like, deal with our shit. But yeah, but no, sure. it's nice to just kind of, and plus, it's I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends, especially yeah during yeah. COVID. That was like awesome. You know what I mean? Is that yeah that's definitely like part of why i started doing podcasting too during quarantine i was like i just like want to talk to people yeah Yeah. i just want to like talk to cool people again because i kind of miss i miss my friends in the computer yeah Yeah, that's what i say the friends (laughs) that live in my laptop you know what i mean like um because it is weird like because i remember like going on twitter and it was mostly for like bernie and then there was like all of a sudden it just kind of one day I was like, oh, should I have all like followers? Like what? It it kind of freaked me out. So you really weren't trying to like get a, get followers? Dude, do you want to hear? Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, I, I went on Twitter, right? And I had been on Twitter, but I then I went back on Twitter because I was trying to hit on um, a specific podcaster on the left. <gasps> yeah, right? <laughs> I, so i but oh i went don't on don't say their and, name because they listen to this podcast uh i don't know we'll talk um i'll tell you guys later um i <laughs> yeah. don't know you might but no but dude it's it's funny because i just went on and i said to my friend because my friend was like yeah go on twitter and like you should like dm them right and i was like okay but i ended up going on twitter and then like talking to people about like bernie and shit and then all of a sudden like i just looked and i started I don't know. Like people started following me and I was like, what dude? And then I still never DM'd them. Really? I think I might have DM'd them like once and was like I said something real stupid. It had nothing to do with like, you know, hey, what's up? And that was it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, so like, do you still have a crush on them? I feel like I'd probably make out with them if I saw them. Okay. Yeah, so right. I mean, now like, I feel like that about like ninety percent of anyone though so that's not that because high. leftists are hot yeah, yeah you know what i mean true. and people it's always true. say to me on twitter they're like well you can't you need to stop saying that everybody's hot no i fucking don't because <laughs> i you, you know what i mean like who's supposed to dictate who's hot or not you know what i mean like right. if you feel because you have to think about it like i know people that have like beautiful physical features right that are so ugly inside that are such mm. bad people that like those, those people are not hot you know what i mean yeah. like they're not hot so it's not you know yeah it's not even like a it's not even like an option no yeah. like i've i've dated like a lot of libs like not even actually mm. no i only did like maybe a couple libs but like the last lib i dated was a really handsome lawyer guy and he was like a divorced guy in his 30s and he was like the worst disney adult ever and also just a huge lib really huge like yeah i'm a feminist and you're like like, uh i'm a fucking communist (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we dated for like four months and i was like and you know what's really fucked up i think i've told this story on twitter but like it's really fucked up because he broke up with me like a week after we went on a huge like Disney vacation. What the fuck? And I'm, I'm like 90% sure it's because I was trashing Disney corporation the entire time we were on that trip. Oh, that's (laughs) He was just like, can you just like not right now? Like every once in a while, I'd be like, I'm, I'm literally joking. Like, this is funny. I'm having a good time, but I'm also like ripping it to shreds. Like, yeah, yeah. that's just how I fucking roll. Like if I'm going to enjoy something corporate, I'm going to fucking like have some analysis on the spot. Like, right. You know? Yeah. And that's just like how I fucking operate. That's why I've been with my current boyfriend for fucking three years because he gets it uh yeah he's a socialist baby so like yeah that's the last lib i dated (laughs) did you get trashed at disney i got trashed at epcot yeah see i want to go to wait you you can drink at disney yeah you can drink it there can you drink Uh, well i don't know i I remember we went to like harry potter world and we like drank you can't drink at disneyland in california i don't think you can drink in the park there's like spots in the park but you can't like walk Uh, around drinking yeah you can walk around drinking i think i know like my this one girl that i went to high school with disney she went to disney to just like drink at different uh countries and epcot Epcot. rocks yeah that's what i want to do epcot fucking ruled i want to eat acid and go to, like dude yeah i was gonna say so i was gonna good. say theme parks or amusement parks are infinitely better on drugs like infinitely yeah better. i went to coney yes. island a couple years ago and me and my friends ate a bunch of mushrooms hell yeah and Girl's i trip. yeah it was so fun yeah 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 dude it was really yeah. fun Fucking Knott's Berry Farm on mushrooms. That shit is that shit's already. It's the jankiest California, Southern California theme park. It's it's like the theme is it was a farm that had berries and now it's a park. That's like the theme. Well done. That's awesome. Like, it's just that it is. It's berry. It's a berry themed park, I and love it's like it. everything's everything's kind of falling apart, and it's like it's like so raunchy and and awesome. So like you just uh, take a couple caps, and you're like fucking golden. Oh, that sounds awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's pretty good. The food is bomb, though. The food is bomb. Amusement. See, and this is what I'm excited about. The things are opening back up and it's going to be summer. Corn dogs and shit like that at, like, county oh, fairs. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll go to a county fair, like, high as fuck, right? Man, you uh-huh. know what I really missed? Fucking the the Renaissance Fair. And it was happening oh, during COVID. Oh, yeah. I'm so, I'm so bummed because I love going to those. Yeah, those are really fun. I always get like those mincemeat pies there and shit. I get a That's turkey leg bomb. and I yeah. get like mead and I'm just like Do you dress rocking up? and rolling. I dress up. I don't dress yeah. up. I don't yeah. dress up. I only want, but we went and we had a lot of fun. We actually like got dressed up and like took a picture together, me and my, um, to, like there was what me my girl grace angela and laura and angela's baby we like did we like got dressed up dude like we looked like harem girls or some shit i forget oh, yeah. yeah i gotta find that picture but it was fun like, like i love those things you know what i mean and i'm really yeah. excited yeah. pittsburgh's like has like a lot of like different like because like, there's like the city of pittsburgh and then there's like the surrounding area so like yeah. mm-hmm. pittsburgh's pretty like liberal per you know somewhat i'd say i'd say they're liberal i wouldn't say they're progressive but it's like liberal you know but you go outside of like the that area it's just different but they always have like big ass county fairs and there's always like those shady ass i want to go to a county fair yeah county fair listen me too i don't think i've ever been to one yeah if you guys ever come up i'll bring you to a county fair oh hell yeah, yeah there's hell yeah. there's and there's all these it. there's always these trump people there and shit like yeah like that's the butler county fair is uh they always have they always have like uh petting zoo farms like horses and goats and like because they're selling them to other farms it's like mm-hmm. oh that's the farm show yeah yeah my my brother got his uh rats at a florida flea market you just like go awesome. and get like rats and chickens and stuff oh that's how it is in the bay area too like you could the san jose flea market which i think is I don't know if it still exists. I think there was this whole drama where they built like condos in the flea market lot, which sucked. That but you could sucks. get fucking like guinea pigs. And I used to beg my fucking parents and be like, yo, <laughs> yeah, I promise you can get I'll so take many care different of animals yeah. in the fucking flea markets down there. And they were, they were just like, no, no, deje esta cochinada. No. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, please. Please. And they never got you a guinea pig. <laughs> Damn. No. But then I like, you know, in school, I watched a fucking mama guinea pig eat her babies, and then I was like, I'm good. Oh, off that. yeah. So. I forgot that so they'll sometimes do that. Oh, I can't geez. do rodents. They just die so quickly. You know, like, yeah. it's just Especially too sad. Rats. Yeah, rats. It's, it yeah. would be too sad. My friend Harley has rats. They're really cute. And they only live for like a couple years. And I'm I'd like, I, when, my brother, when my brother told me that, I was like, that's going to fucking be such a bummer. And then, of course, two years later, he's like, the rats are all dying, and I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah, no. that's like, that's sad, you That know? sucks so bad. I couldn't put myself through it. Yeah. Do it. Not to end on, like, a heavy note or anything. I know, we're like, oh, oh shit, dude. Subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm crying. Subscribe. Well, but, yeah, we're talking about dead animals, but subscribe to the Patreon now. Right, right. No, subscribe to the Patreon so we can have fair money. That's true. So we can do so we can do fair. Oh content. yeah, subscribe to the Patreon so you guys can come on the Menthol <gasps> oh, Mafia yes. tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have this whole dream because I'm sticking it to Biden. Yeah. Fuck, man. I I I haven't been to a club in like forever. 
for fucking ever. I miss going to a sweaty ass club I know. and fucking looking real cute and getting and just absolutely melting. Oh yeah, we went to this club. We went to like one spot when we were in Miami, but it was still like you know it was like still spaced out and shit like that. It was like in, I think it was in Wynwood. And it was awesome, like, but, yeah, I'm excited. I haven't been to, like, a club and, like, you know, dance, dance since right before COVID. Right before COVID hit, I was up yeah. in Detroit, and uh, my girl lives there, and she took me to this spot called Marble Bar, and it was just, uh, yeah, it was awesome. How'd they get away with that? <laughs> well, this was right before COVID. So this was, like, the weekend mm. before, because it was right before. Oh, no, I mean, like, the Mar- Marble Bar. What do you mean? Got away with what? Oh, I don't know. Just the name. Oh, I don't know. But they have, like, they're, like, very well known because, uh, like, Detroit, like, has, like, like, they're, like, very well known for, like, electronic music. And they have that, like. Oh, yeah. The birthplace of techno. Yep, the birthplace of techno. So, like, my girl lives up there. And my girl, Katie, uh, she is, like, just a dancer. You put her out on the floor and she will dance for Mm, hours. mm, She mm, had me out mm, until 4.30. Shout out to Katie. Yeah, shout out to Katie. Katie Peters now because she got married. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, she's the greatest. She is like one of those girls that like (laughs) as soon as you meet her, you just are like, oh my God. Like she's just super fucking cool, dude. Real hot girl energy. She's oh my God, super hot girl energy. Super I've known her since I was like 18. Like she was like one of those girls that like when I met her, I just like she was so cool and like effortless that I was like, there's no way this girl's gonna be friends with me. And then like now, like we've been It'll be like shit, twenty years, I think. Damn. Yeah, because we've known each other since she was like, since we were eighteen. So wow, yeah, Damn. and like uh, she got married. That's longevity. Yeah, yeah, Seriously. it's really cool because like I do, I got very lucky because I never had like friends, like real friends in high school. You know, like mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. people like I was always like the slutty girl, you know, that like hung out with dudes or whatever. But then, like, when I got older and I started, like, going to, like, you know, raves and, you know, club events and things like that and got into, like, the hip-hop scene, like, I became friends with just different groups of people and all of those groups of people, you know, like, a lot of people stayed in my life for years. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, mm-hmm. when I see them, like, you know, it's, like, oh, none of this time passed or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. so I have a... You know, but then I have, like, my core group of friends that I still, like, I talk to, you know, like, every week or whatever, so. Yeah, but, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's I've got, tight. like, two groups of, like, friends like that, like, like, two femme groups. It's, like, good to, ha- it's good to have those, like, circles, you know? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's cool to have people all over the place, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can, like, my one girl, Sneha, like, that lives in New York. I, I haven't seen her since before COVID, because we went off to California, and we were Tamith and Bernie. That was where I was at in Michigan, mm-hmm. too. When I went to Michigan, like, out to Detroit, I stayed with Katie, so I could canvas for Bernie. We actually went off to, like, okay. Dearborn, Yeah. But yeah, like my one girl, Sneha, like she lives in New York and I used to see her like almost like every three months. But then COVID like literally just like changed everything because you couldn't leave the mm-hmm. state. You couldn't, you know, do any yeah. of that shit. And then, you know, then I started like, it was like when 
can you leave? Because then it's like you start feeling guilty about when can you do things, you know? Or right, right. When is it safe mm-hmm. to do something? It's it's hard to delineate between what's like personal preference and what's science backed information. Mm-hmm. And then like even when you do like even at this point, you know, it, some people start to feel uncomfy about certain things. It's like so it, it gets really tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, okay, because like, I know, like, Pennsylvania, like, in Pittsburgh, I guess they just dropped this, the mask mandate. Like, you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. They're going to buy, right. like, Scouts Honor or whatever, which I'm like, what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's so yeah, ridiculous. Like, okay, whatever, at this point. But um, I'm still, like, kind of wear like, I'm still used to, like, wearing my mask going into, like, places. Yeah. Now, I've been to a restaurant, and I took my mask off when I was at the table or whatever. But it's just like now it's just kind of like clockwork for me because now we've been doing Mm -hmm. it for so long. And that's what Mm -hmm. I think is like nobody's even talked about how traumatic it's going to be for people to try to like return to fucking society after all the shit. I'm fully inoculated, but I like wearing my mask, especially to stores because I steal shit and like that shit is popping. Like you, you cannot see my face. We, uh, we, we, the worst we get always say we're pro, like, that's the only time we're pro self-checkout. Like I hate the concept <laughs> of self-checkout because it kills jobs. Yeah. But then it's like fucking steal from them. You know, when you yeah, gotta do yeah. that shit, like, yeah, I don't feel, you know. Yeah. Tarjay, you can't see my face. Yeah, I'm just, it. I'm here with my sunnies on. Like, yeah, I'm going to left hand a bunch of shit. <laughs> dude my one girl had every single color of nail polish at one point every single color of nail polish i remember that like way back in the day i i am terrible about i like take something once every couple of years because listen i got picked up when i was 17 for shoplifting oh shit actually twice no! once when i was 16 once when i was 17 oh. i'm not a good shoplifter I'm ter- I've been terrified of it ever since. And I've had friends just that I've lived with and known that were like kleptomaniacs. Like they were like fucking mm-hmm. so good at it. And I was yeah. like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Like, I'll I'll look out for you while you do it. But I fucking can't do it. Uh, it's terrifying. <laughs> that's how I was when I was a teenager. Like, that's how I was when I was a teenager. I was like, I can't do it. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. But now that I'm an adult, I don't know what happened. I just got really good at it. And I was like, fuck. Like, I I got that, like, white girl who don't care energy, you know? Like, <laughs> like I don't know where it came from. Like, I just got it. And then I was like, oh, wow. It's it's actually, like, if you walk through, like, you fucking own the shit. Like, listen, that's how I that's how I get away with being, like, super high in public is I just wear, like, my white lady gym outfits with a hat. Yeah. And, yeah. like, nobody bothers you if you look like yeah. you're working out. Like, nobody fucking yeah. cares. Like, I think that you have to learn like when to uh use that and fuck over the system when you can you know what i mean Mm. oh yeah i know totally like i think you i think that there's like uh, you know and if any of my like black comrades would ever tell me like i don't fucking use your white privilege like on the stand you know what i mean then i'd be like all right fuck it but like i felt like this whole stealing thing like if you're stealing from like a corporation and shit from walmart like i don't give a fuck yeah I would differ on, like, small businesses, obviously, like, because those were, like, fucking, you know, independent business, like, we support that shit, but, like, corporations and stuff, honestly, more people should steal from them, 
you know, like, fuck it. Who cares? Shoplifters of the world unite. Yeah. I I support if you, I mean, if you have to steal something to support, like, your fucking family, especially, too. Like, if people got to steal fucking food, fucking, you know, I don't. I don't give a fuck at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck 100%. That. It is fucking egregious to me that formula is under fucking lock and key and, yep. like, and condoms. But that shows you where we're at as a country. Oh, for sure. For you sure. don't take care of people. You know what I mean? Like people are stealing. Right. It's like you're you're denying me the food to take care of my baby, but you're also denying me the means to prevent me having a baby that I can't. Right. Take care of. Right. Like, it's, fucking it's just bullshit. like a fucking vicious cycle. Like, And honestly, people can like bitch at us for being like, well, how dare you like support people stealing and having this fuck you attitude, especially like if nah, you can fuck afford that. things. This is an it's anti-capitalist like, podcast. <laughs> yeah. How dare you have a stick so far up your ass? Right. I don't give a fuck <laughs> because these people steal shit from us all the fucking time. Yep. They steal your labor. They steal your access to resources. Right. They, steal they steal your health. Your fucking Mm-hmm. You steal your mm-hmm. well-being. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> fuck you. I'm gonna steal a board book for my baby. Yeah, fuck who you. gives a fuck? Like, you know. Shop yeah. shoplifting is hot girl shit. We should make that a t-shirt. Shoplifting is. is hot girl shit. I was never good at it. I'ma wear it. I'ma wear it to Target with my mask on. Just a shirt that says shoplifting. Shit. Like yeah, yeah. Just shoplifting. <laughs> Fuck it. Shoplifting. Yeah. Now I desperately need to make th- I'm gonna write this down before I forget. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Well that's, that's good why like when people like merch idea. Shoplifting, shoplifting t-shirt yeah that's <laughs> like why, this is my shoplifting t-shirt <laughs> that's why like when people like would be like oh my god i can't believe they're like you know during like you know when a community is grieving like when the fucking domestic terrorists aka the police come in and shoot a community somebody in the community mm-hmm. like that's what we're gonna say i don't fucking call it a ride it's people fucking it's a community fucking grieving that's what it is oh for you know what sure. i mean 100%. like uh, like that's why like i'm like shut the fuck up like when they're like oh you're gonna just destroy a target yeah who gives a fuck who gives a fuck they can fix that those uh that glass easily target even fucking said even like the ceo of target was like yeah we it- whatever we yeah, can fix it it's, yeah we're insured yeah. it's not a big yeah. deal like everybody fucking chill you don't have to be all just sweet target like <laughs> fucking chill I mean, listen i think that they people should target different buildings i mean i'm not gonna say that on you know in minecraft because whoever's that, listening the, to the fbi yeah, in, yeah minecraft, in minecraft yeah, yeah. If, if i were in minecraft i don't know if i target retail businesses like that i'd maybe target other things um but at the end of the day, like, I don't give a shit. They can fucking replace it. They have the money, and it's just, it's capitalism. Like, fuck yeah. it. Call it yeah. a symptom mm. of capitalism. Everything else is a fucking symptom of capitalism, and you fucking, you know, criminal, whatever. Uh, oh, look at the kitty. Oh, yeah, here's my cat. Hello. What's up? Loka, what's say what's up. Uh, Loka. Loka, hi. She's been really jumping, like, she's been like especially when i'm at work like i'll be like in a meeting like talking to people like yeah you know blah blah blah, blah and saying like scientific shit or whatever i fucking say eight hours i don't know <laughs> i i just go through the day like where i'll do like 40 minutes of work and then i go on twitter and i'll just fucking tweet five manic things go right back to work fucking yeah. five minutes. it's just a yeah that's how I do too. I take I, I take my Twitter breaks. It's like my smoke breaks, but yeah, Twitter. yeah. I just let them let rip, them rip, and then I go back to work for a co- 
for a couple yeah, hours. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I fucking saw Megan McCain, or Megan McCain's. Damn. Dude, I, I don't know. Her stylist definitely hates her. I oh, like, it's a, yeah. it's incredible. It's just like the biggest troll of all time. Oh, yeah. And she just doesn't know it. Or she thinks that it looks good. She's like, I'm just trying new things. Yeah. No, that woman hates her. Shut that, up. That person hates her. She looks like a fucking cartoon character. Like every time she's on the view, like she looks like a fucking like super villain. It's so like weird and harsh. And like I think it's like her thing to be like, I'm trying to be different. I'm going to be like this different. And it's like, no, you're still an asshole Republican fuck mm-hmm. that doesn't believe yeah. that anybody, you know what I mean? She's it's trying certain, to be cool. Right. She's trying to be cool and cheap, but basically like, no, your dad's a war hawk. Like, I don't give a and shit you're, how the you're liberals. You're a rich daddy's girl. Like. Right. But the liberals, they love her. Like, they're like, that's, it, it's like, they're the type of Republicans that they'll deal with. You know what I mean? That's what's funny about the liberals is that. They only want mm-hmm. certain Republicans, right? Like, they'll they'll yeah. go after like Tom Cotton and all those crazy motherfuckers, Marjorie Green, which which they should, right? Um, that's mm-hmm. we would. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would go after them more for actual policy shit. But they won't, you know. Mitch McConnell, like they want a certain type of Republican because that like respectable kind yeah. of like fucking racist right they're respectable mm-hmm. racists because then they can be like well see we can't do anything we can't do anything because the republicans do this the republicans do this like yeah no shit like the republicans are absolutely evil but there's nothing we're seeing this in the you know israeli you know palestinian fucking the fucking genocide i'm not calling this sort of conflict like the is the israel fucking you know what I mean? Participate in ethnic cleansing. What they're doing to the Palestinian mm-hmm. people. Like, we're mm-hmm. seeing that mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. with the Democrats literally, like, now there's some of them, you know, that are obviously, like, you know, coming out and, you know, saying, like, that we they need to, like, you know, cease fire. I'm not good at foreign politics, so I don't know the fucking wording or whatever, but, like... Like, the terminology. Yeah, but, like, we need to stop all this shit, but, like, in reality, like, is it, one, is it gonna pass? You know what I mean? And two, uh-huh. like, there's, I, I don't want to hear about, like, there's no two-state solution to this. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Like, you can't, right. like, what are you doing? Like, you're allowing Israel to, uh, you know what I mean, engage in, like, they're, they're, this is not the cleansing, man. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Right. And I am, uh, I'm sorry, like, I don't think that saying that is anti-Semitic. I don't think that, like... It's not. ...saying free Palestine and believing that, like, and not believing in, and not agreeing with, like, the Zionists at all. I don't think that that's, you know what I mean, saying... I'm not saying... Yeah, no, it's not a radical position. Like, this is... Yeah. Right. I don't think that that's a radical position. This is a human rights issue. I found out fucking, like, Netanyahu is from, like, Philly. Yeah! Yeah, I saw that! What the fuck is that? What the the fuck? fuck? That's what's wrong with them. That's what's wrong with them. See? Maybe Pittsburgh is better than Philly. I mean, we're we're smaller, but... It's like... Oh, oh yeah! Israelis are indigenous to indigenous to the land. It's like Netanyahu is from Philly, right? Though. Like, right? There's all these settlers that are just from fucking Brooklyn, like, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's bananas. The like the way they're trying to twist it, and it's just like it's some wild shit. 
And I keep saying, like, Hamas going after Israel, right, is like if I said to Ghostface Killer, hey, I want to battle you. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to <laughs> fucking rap. Like, let's rap. You know what I mean? That's real. It's David and Goliath. It's that, you know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. fucking compare this shit. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And that's why I keep saying to people, like, do not believe what you're hearing on right. the fucking news. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like, none of them. Free Palestine, Free motherfuckers. Palestine. Yep. Fucking yep. do this shit. From the river to the sea, baby. Hell yeah. Being pro-Palestine is hot girl shit, so, you know. It is hot girl shit. Rihanna, get with it. But yeah, being fucking anti-ethnic cleansing is fucking hot girl shit, like. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm never gonna get tired of that phrase, either. Like, it's... You you need to start, you know, teaching people that shit early. And that's the thing, is that I love this show because... <laughs> that's why Pablo yeah, was gonna say, like, Pablo's gonna know about foreign policy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I love this show because, you know, it's hot, hot girl shit. It's a whole philosophy. It's not just, you it's know, state of mind. looking, you know, like be, you know, people think like, oh, Instagram model, da, da, da. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's about personality. It's about, I think, liking mm, people. Yes. You know what I mean? It's about, it, it, it's not, uh, people need to believe in their own, whether you're a hot girl, a hot boy, hot non-binary. Just believe in your hot self. Whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever you are, just believe in your hot self. You have to. That's so sweet. That's fucking positive. Because listen, this world is fucking. It's rough, you know. And people go through shit, and that's why I just always try to like, you know, be positive and you know, be nice to people. But I do get fucking pissed when people go after juvenile justice shit. I'll be like, shut the fuck up. Listen. <laughs> like, I get real, like, fucking heated. Yeah, but that's also hot girl shit. Like, when you just, like, fucking have to speak truth to power. I mean, I think that, that like, I've learned over the years, like, how to, like, tailor it to, like, my audience. Like, I obviously, like, can't go into court, like, screaming like a fucking... Judge, fuck you! No. Yeah, yo, judge, fuck you, yo. No, I can't do that. I have to, like, play the role. But I'm able to, like, make my point mm-hmm. and get that, you know, across. Like, this, here's the importance of why I believe you should do this without, like, flipping out. But as soon as I get out of the courtroom, especially when I smoke cigarettes, so I fucking light a cigarette up be like this fucking motherfucker because i just yeah i mean but i definitely tailor to my audience but i'd like just being me hell yeah thanks for listening to another episode of hot girl agenda we loved having maria on and if you did too head over to worstweekyet.com check out the podcast and also follow us on social media at hot girl agenda on instagram and twitter And of course, if you'd like to support the pod, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hotgirlagenda. We're doing bonus episodes every month and we're trying to make it every week. So hop on at the three or five dollar level because we've got some amazing bonus content coming your way. Until next time, hotties. Because Because I'm a hot girl. girl. I do hot shit. shit. Because I'm a hot girl.